Project Management Insights, providing project managers with professional development in the interpersonal skills areas of leadership, team building and communication. Today I want to introduce what might seem like a radical or very different concept and it's probably something that you haven't even thought about or considered before. I was reading a book uh, in the last couple of days um, about organisational capabilities and the author of this book was talking about the concept of negotiating internal contracts with work teams on a project first to set up the ability to deliver on time to budget and quality. And it got me thinking about the issues that arise with getting a group of different teams together to work on a project. And the fact that oftentimes there is one area that's leading it, it might be one particular area of the business, for example, a business operational unit that might have a change that they want to bring in. And as an example, it might mean development of an IT system or a change to an IT system. What do we do when, when we set up the project? Well, the business goes about fully explaining what they want, how they want, to, how they want the change to, to look like, what they're wanting as an outcome. And they basically just say, we want you to... Da -da 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 -da, whatever it is, fill in the blank, deliver this particular thing. And as I said, as an example, it might be an IT system. When that happens, there's an expectation that all of the areas that need to be engaged inside the business, all of the individual areas that would bring about that change are okay with doing that have the time to do that, have the resources to do that, are fully on board to do that. And interestingly, this is not always the case. What I found myself, especially working on IT projects, is that there might be areas within the business, as an example, that manage the data or have a strong involvement with data. And they have a very different way of looking at the world because for them, reporting is key and their focus is all on having data and having data available to deliver monthly reports to everybody. That team then would be disrupted if they had to be engaged and involved in my project, which of course includes changes to data and the structure of the data systems within the business itself. And that then creates a problem for me, the project manager, because I'm pushing uphill with that team before I even start. I'm managing my project as an expectation. And yes, you know, I might have talked to the team lead or the stream lead for this particular team when I've built my um, business case. At other times, I've completely ignored them and forgotten about them because all I've focused on is the fact that I'm building a system and it's like they're just part of the background and so I don't engage with them until someone says, oh, what about the data team? And boom, there's my problem. 
they have not been involved and brought on board right from the very start of the concept of actually undertaking this project. So I liked this idea of the authors to negotiate internal contracts with the work teams on the project first before I even get started. What might that look like? So for me, that would be determining which work teams would be involved in my project and setting up a project concept meeting as an example and that's just a throw out there of what I might call it but it would be about having these people brought up to speed fully on the project that I am wishing to deliver what that project looks like what the outcome would be at a high level and then talking to the teams about what their involvement would be and how they would be involved and then negotiating with them what that would actually look like. So negotiating the time, negotiating the resources, negotiating the outcomes that they were delivered. It would be sort of like having a service level agreement in place with those particular units before I even start work on the project. So I see this happening right as part of the business case building phase. And I can see the value in it because if the teams are signed up and on board at that time when we're only in the concept phase of the project, it does mean that all of the issues and nuances and risks are going to be fleshed out and put on paper and addressed prior to the project starting. There will be commitment from those teams that resourcing will be available in order to deliver my project. So I'm not going to get partway down the track and have them say, oh no, sorry, no resources available, or oh no, sorry, you're going to have to go and you know, hire in your own resources at great expense in order to have this project delivered. The teams are going to be signing up to the contract that says, Yes, we will be part of your team and yes, we will be part of the outcome of project delivery in this particular way. And mind you, your agreement with these teams does not have to be a war and peace document. It might simply be a one page agreement that very clearly spells out expectations, assumptions and then service level agreement, so the outcomes that are to be achieved by when, by whom, um, at an agreed rate, so that it is very clear, there is clarity for everyone on the expectations and assumptions and what it is that you are wanting from these teams in order to deliver your project. How different would that be to have the teams on board, fully signed up, with a formal agreement before I even start the project. It's a, a totally out there concept, not something that I've heard operating and I would be interested to hear from you if this is something that you do with any of the internal teams that you work with on projects. Uh, I've not heard of it myself and as I said, I thought it was a great idea because it helps create the clarity up front, it solidifies the expectations and understanding of requirements 
from each and every part of the delivery team that would be involved in the project and it documents it in a way that there is clarity and agreement, an agreement that can be held to so that there, it's like a commitment and, and taking responsibility for their particular piece of project delivery, which to me is only a good thing. So let me know what you think of this idea and whether it's something that you would give uh, a go, whether it's something you would try. I will develop a simple uh, service level template with internal teams, which you'll be able to download as an attachment shortly and just see what happens if you were to start a new project and set these agreements up first before you get going, what the difference is in terms of the outcomes for your project and what it means to delivering on time, on budget and to your desired quality. All right, talk to you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Project Management Insights podcast. Be sure to visit projectmanagementinsight.com and sign up for our monthly newsletter or to receive updates on upcoming training. Thank you.